Welcome to Fix the World with me, Katie Tracy, and my lovely colleague, Sam Avery. Hi, Kate. Hi, Sam. I said that with a... F- yeah, a f- like, like the very street. Yeah. I just want to, you know, I want to make sure everyone knows how cool I am. How down with the kids you are. Hip and with it. Mm. Definitely. So, so now everyone knows. Yeah, everyone knows. <laughs> That's important, isn't it? Um, I don't know what age you were when you first started to feel like you weren't young anymore. I'm still waiting for that to happen. Oh, good. That's yeah. good to hear. Yeah. My body tells me otherwise. I make a noise when I put my knickers on, but <laughs> other than that, I'm a, di- I'm a young, I'm, a, I'm an immature dickhead. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't argue with that, and I, I, but I also think that's a good way to describe anyone. I think probably when I become a grandmother, that might make me yeah. catch on to myself. When, when's that happening? Um, imminently. Imminently. Next that's, few weeks. You're going to be the coolest grandma on the block. You know, you know when you're out with the baby, people are going to think you're the mum, aren't they? They're gonna think you're the you're an old mum rather than a young yeah, grandma. The pram has to be like dirty old cow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they say that to you now anyway. <laughs> no, so that's true. Doesn't no, really matter. That's fair. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Are you all right? I am well. How about you? I'm good. I'm very good. good. Yeah. I'm just trying to get. I'm tired. I've been socialising quite a lot lately. Yeah, but you you get out quite a lot, don't you? I do. I look at you as someone I I aspire to be. Yeah, I'm in my second childhood though, aren't I? Yeah. You're not there yet. No. I'm I'm still trying to yearn it for me first. Your second childhood is is great. I wonder if that'll be affected then being a grandparent. I don't think it will because you'll have um, little. I have the best of both worlds, won't I? Yeah. yeah. Get out there. You seem to be out a lot. This is not an intervention. <laughs> I'm not saying this you is should an go accusation. out there. I feel. I, feel <laughs> I don't I get feel out much. Targeted. I, well, has, has Mick put you up to this? Uh, basically. A lot of people who care a lot about you, Kate, have asked me to say <laughs> something to you today. Please stop. <laughs> just, You're killing yourself. Just, just take it down a notch, will you? I haven't got a problem, guys. <laughs> Honest the, to God, I haven't. <laughs> the only problem is not enough days in the week, is there? But well, no, yeah. I, I, I look at, you, you seem to have planned nights out and spontaneous nights out. Yes. And that is something to really be admired. Yeah. I don't have, well, I don't have spontaneous nights. You can't have spontaneity that much when you've got kids. No. Because you've got to plan that shit like a military operation. We, we had a spontaneous night out last Wednesday, and I was only involved for the very end of it, and it felt golden. Yeah. It was because we were walking back from school. It was a friend of ours' birthday. They were going for something to eat around the corner from our house. They said to me, wife and kids, do you want to join us? And they said, do you know what? Yeah. And I, I just turned up for like the last pint. Um, and even that was amazing because I had a gig. it wasn't planned. Yeah, well, I had a gig, so oh, I was fair. like... But it was brilliant. So I, got, I had a little pint and it was just, it felt good. We sometimes just go to the pub on a Friday. We call it YOLO Fridays, <laughs> ironically. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, it's only the pub. Yeah. And, but we go, we have a nice time. We have our drinks and our, our nuts. Yeah. And good. all is right with the world. That's good. That's good. Sometimes we go to the chip shop on the way home. I'm a, I'm a miles from the... Just, just yeah, Feel let me like? just... Get it, right, get it, it like that way, and then like you can, and then you can chat directly into can it. Can you still hear me from this far away from me? Try and get a bit closer. Just live sound check. Sorry, everyone. It's all right. It's okay. This is what people like to see. They like yeah. we're real, aren't we? Real, real. It's not glossy. I still feel miles away. <laughs> <laughs> right. Is that better? That's good. Yeah. Should yeah, I pull yeah, it yeah. closer? If you can, yeah. Here is still. Yeah. Drawn here. Is that better? That's pe- that's absolutely perfect. Is you that know? perfect? Yeah. Hi guys, welcome to. Fix the mic. Fix the mic. Ant and Deck wrecked it and we're fixing it. <laughs> and if you don't get that reference, it's because you're not in your 40s. I don't get that. What is it? Oh, they had I a song. I just laughed, like, <laughs> to, be, to, be, to be kindly. When even my co-host is just laughing out of politeness, that's are, when you know you've got to up your game. What are Deck up to lately? Um, I'm not up to date with what they're up to. Saturday Night's Takeaway, did he still do that? Um, I think so. I think I don't watch TV on a Saturday night because I'm normally working, but it is crap. Since since Blind Date finished, I don't Blind really. Date, Blind Date was good. Blind Date. <laughs> X Factor in its early days, I used to quite like as well. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was really good. I showed me kids a little clip of Britain's Got Talent on YouTube recently, which is a show I don't like, I don't enjoy. And I don't know about you, I get asked to go on it every year. I've been asked maybe twice, oh. and both times I've gone, I'm too dirty <laughs> for the Royal Variety performance, because <laughs> obviously I will definitely win. Oh, you'll definitely win. No, yeah. I was like, I'm, I, <laughs> I am not your uh, demographic. You don't want me on your no. show. You don't want me on your roster, Simon. Yeah. But I get an email, and it's it comes from a production company, which is normally a subsidiary of whoever it is that makes it. So every year it throws me, and I feel like I'm getting offered this 
amazing TV amazing opportunity. Because they say, Sam, we've been watching your stuff on YouTube and Facebook, blah, 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 blah. We think Tickle you'd be your perfect. ego, tickle your balls. Yeah, you'd be you perfect. You did that, tickle your ego like you would. Ego be like... Yeah. You, you, ego it, balls. If you're only listening, the ego tickle goes in through the cranium and the ball tickle goes in, obviously. Through the ball sack. Through the scrote. <laughs> <laughs> if you're keeping your ego down there, then you've got problems. Um, so I've had a couple of times when I've, I've it's esca- escalated to a phone call. Mm. Can we have a chat with you? And I'm like, of course you can. Yeah, this is my big, you know, it's I'm going to get my own, I don't know, six part. I'm going to be a star. Look, mama, I'm dancing. I made it. But uh, they go, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Britain's got talent. And I go, no. And they go, why? And I say, because it's the worst program to be on as a comedian. Although some comedians have done well, um, I would not go on that show. I might, I'd bottle it anyway, I think. I just think I would take on such a high level of disdain for the process and the and the judges that I I could only come across as. I know I've spoken to um, <laughs> a comic who was on it and he said that he had he got quite far down the line like the finals or something. Yeah. And he wrote his whole set and then you'd have to pass your set to the the lawyers for them to clear your jokes and um, perform in right society if it's a musical comedy yeah. act and um, this act was told, oh, yeah, it's all fine. And then about 10 minutes before he went on stage, they were like, no, you need to change it. And everyone else was, like, <laughs> fully prepared, and it really threw him off as... Um, that sounds like a proper dirty trick they've done on purpose, though, doesn't it? I think that that's Because you, you can't have everyone doing well. They don't want everyone to be good. No, you've got to have some people who are absolutely dreadful. And I yeah. know the person you're talking about, and he's a brilliant comic. He's brilliant. And, uh, yeah, they obviously just wanted to pull the rug from under him. So I don't want I don't want someone doing that like to me. To go on just so I could ask Simon Cowell why he wears snow-washed jeans and on the beach in Barbados with no top <laughs> and a pair of brogues. What is that about Simon Cowell? Oh, God. What, what, what is that? What is that style? I'd also ask him when his face became a melted candle. Yeah. Because, and I, I would never... He looks like he's made a Play-Doh. Well, he doesn't look right, does he? Shiny. Yeah. Laminated. Yeah, he looks like you could polish him. Not naturally good looking like us do. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as you can see, we are literally centre In the folds. prime of our lives. Yeah, I mean, it's probably, we should probably, you know, glass houses and all that. But I, I, I do think it's fair game to slag someone off who's had loads of surgery to the face. Cause well... They they're putting themselves out there with that yeah that level, but uh, I don't know. Would you ever consider any plastic surgery? Um, yeah, yeah. What would you get done? But I wouldn't. So I don't want fillers if I can get away with it. But I think at some stage I probably will get some. What are fillers? I want. For your there's like skin. where they inject, to, oh. so you can get like see these here are called marionette lines, I believe. You can get them filled, but I don't think that looks real. Cause you're supposed to have lines there yeah. where your cheeks go when you smile. Of course, and like. I don't know, you can get like laser surgery to get rid of your, your um, wrinkles around your eyes. Right. I think I'd get that because it's like non-invasive. It's just like a laser thing and it does work. And I want a little bit of, just a little bit of um, a non-surgical brow lift. Just, <laughs> just that much. And just so I just look a little bit more alert. Um, and <laughs> and oh, also I want I want my jawline threaded where they basically just oh. put a thread around it and then wow. pull it. Oh, pull it back. Could you could you get all of them done at once though? Because um, that would f- that would be really because, really like, weird. Some people go to Turkey and get all of that done. Don't they? they get like um, like seven pound fifty? Like Miss Bum Bum and all that. Get all that done and <laughs> but I don't know. I'm a bit frightened as well though because I think like what if I'm the one? Oh, who it, it doesn't work or it mutates? Yeah, it's like some kind of sci-fi novel. And to be fair, me 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 partner partner. I hate that expression <laughs> to you. Me fella and me mom. And his mum have all told me that I'm not allowed to get anything done. Right. I didn't think that I should, but they probably, I'll get it done and they'll just be like, oh, you've had a good night's sleep. Yeah. Or something. They won't even notice, probably. Oh, you should have had that done years ago, mm. Kate. It's taking years off you. I think I'd, I'd be worried that if I got one thing done, it would lead to another one. and I'd, I'd end up like totally addicted, like end up looking like Michael Jackson. I do think there's like loads, loads of people start too young now. Well, you see people who've got the... the What's the thing with Lip. the lips? What's what's that called? Uh, filler. Is that just filler yeah. where they have the big duck lips and you think, your lips were lovely? Yeah. Anyway, I can, I can kind of well, There's two theories, right? So the, the school of thought is if you start getting it when you're younger, it's, 
it stops your skin from naturally drooping. Oh, right. So it prevents the wrinkles that you would inevitably get if you didn't have the fillers and all that in the first place. I get you. So it's sort of counter... Yeah. Counter-effective? I don't Ca- know. Uh, well, you're countering the effects yeah, of you, it. Yeah, you're countering the effects of natural gravity on your skin yeah. by getting filler at a young age. But then alternatively... Young girls, they're just gorgeous anyway, so why? Oh, well, have you ever seen a photo of yourself from 20 years ago? Oh, I mean, I look just like, I look like a boy. <laughs> but a young boy? I had one, one continuous eyebrow. <laughs> I had, I, I was flat-chested, I had no sense of style whatsoever. Some people might argue that I still have no sense of style, which is fine. <laughs> we all have our bad days, but no, I was not. I was like a bean pole, and it's just. Have you aged? Have you aged well then? Like, I mean, do you think? I don't think that's for me to say, but I yeah, yeah. <laughs> In a question situation, I think I think it's probably good to answer. Yeah, I think I probably have. Have you? Um, we haven't got dreadlocks no more. Well, I certainly I look older than I did, but I, I do. I think I look better now than I did when I got married. Because I had this terrible hair, and I hadn't really come to terms with the fact that I was going bald. So I was, uh, so you, you were clutching just, at it. Yeah, and it was bad hair anyway. It was like bird's nest, wiry brillo pad. Oh, shite. was it? Was it? It was black, but it had loads of grey in it. So I just, I look actually younger with just shaved hair. Yeah, so, very sexist though the beauty industry. Because I'd go, oh, like mixed grey, and he's got bits of white in it, but it really, really suits him. He's yeah. a bit of a silver fox. If he dyed his hair, I would go off him. But I dye my hair. Yeah, but if he dyed his hair all the time, it's when someone goes grey and then goes back. Once you go grey, mm. you're kind of stuck with that, aren't you? Mm. But like, because I tried just for men a couple of times. Because I was only in my late 20s and I started to get these grey bits. This was before the baldness turned up. And also before it was really fashionable to have grey hair. Well, yeah. A little bit of grey, a little bit of salt and pepper is kind of cool now, isn't it? But yeah. I just, I got this just for men. And apparently it only targets the grey hairs, which I've never understood, because, like, does it does it walk around your hair just going? Well, no, the science sh- behind it is that grey hair is more porous. Oh, right. Oh. oh so wow. it absorbs the colour really more ex- than coloured hair does. I wasn't expecting a proper answer there, but I'm really glad that you you fixed Not my... just here for lols. <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing and learning, guys. Laughing and learning. But uh, I got my flatmate, Michelle. Shout out to Michelle if she's listening. I think she said she listened to a few of the episodes. Um, I'm having a bad day today with just, the mic. It's just a very you know. violent affair, isn't no. it? But she she got the just for men. You had to put these gloves on, and she just you know she anyway she put it on my head and left it, and then I rinsed the, the bit off, and it, but it just didn't do anything. I just had like, like a bit of a black line on my forehead, mm. so I don't think I've done it properly. So there's a shampoo men get called con- grey men with grey hair called Control GX, <laughs> which sounds like an engine oil. <laughs> And um, but it make it makes your hair blue. Oh, you don't want that, like yeah. Superman in the comics. <laughs> yeah. Which, that blue streak. Yeah, just a, and a little little <laughs> curl there. <laughs> but I tried shampoo to stop the baldness as well when I first got my hair cut, mm. and it's meant to like open the pores up and all of this, and ah, this didn't work. Like so, but yeah, I just I don't know if I've aged well, but I don't know what I get done. I probably get something done on my eyes, like me 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 crow's feet. Yeah, I think that's probably the thing I'm least happy with no i just think maybe i've aged well or maybe i try harder to mask my age where before i never felt it was necessary yeah well is it masking or is it working with working with I'm, working I'm, with don't know it's synergy I'm frantically backpedaling is basically what i'm saying <laughs> frantically that'd be a good name for a ted talk yeah. Frantically backpedaling. How to frantically backpedal your life. <laughs> With me, Katie Tracy. <laughs> Hi, I'm Katie. I'm a fashion guru podcaster. Stop pedaling forward, guys. <laughs> Look at this idiot. You know which way he's pedaling? Forward. He's, he's on a- being positive. <laughs> <laughs> he's accepting how he looks. That's wrong. A lot of that is, isn't it? And, and uh, there's an argument that true happiness comes from accepting reality and actually plastic surgery is about the opposite of that isn't it and and not accepting what's real well tweaks do you mean don't go for like bride of wildenstein because people notice but tweaks tweaks whatever makes you feel good oh of course yeah of course and it would be quite funny if you could get plastic surgery that was only temporary and and someone said so like the non-surgical stuff you can get a non 
I actually booked in to get um, a non-surgical nose job. Right. right. Non-surgical rhinoplasty. Because there's, like, women scrutinise themselves all the time. I'm sure men do. Yeah. But I, I got this little bee in my bonnet that my nose wasn't straight. And then I looked into this thing. And they basically in, in, inject Botox into your nose. So rather than going for a nose job where they break your nose and reset it. Oh, is that what they do? Yeah. Ooh. A non-surgical rhinoplasty is that they'll inject filler into like the, the line of your nose to just sort of even it out. Right. I was like, I know it doesn't last very long because my friend's daughter had it and she hated it when she got it and she couldn't wait for it to like dissolve because eventually it dissolves. But I was like, what if I get it and like have an allergic reaction and I have to cut my nose off or something like that? <laughs> to spite your face. I'm a bit of a worrier about stuff <laughs> like that, aren't I? Yeah. If you're a worrier, probably plastic surgery is not for you because I'd no. be worried that they'd do it wrong or they'd, they'd mix the orders up. Uh, yeah. Wake up with a crack and set it. You easy. <laughs> <laughs> I came in for a hair transplant and look at me bum. Wake up and you've done penis reduction. <laughs> <laughs> reduction. Oh no. Oh, my wife's going to kill me. <laughs> You'll never hey, guess, so love. Fix the world. Tell people what, what, what we're about. Fix the world. So, oh, yeah, of course. We uh, don't we'll, do it. Yeah. Well, we try and fix the world. We try and make the world a better place. And we've sort of pivoted, haven't we, in the last couple of weeks? Hear that? Yeah. <laughs> What's that? It's our friends. Oh, is it? Yeah. Sorry. There we are. We've, we've, we've sort of, we diversified, haven't we? You've, we're, we're diversifying our portfolio. You don't need to get worried. It's basically the same We're still going to try and help. But rather than fix a, a specific subject every week, we're just going to, like, go freestyle, go aren't freestyle? we? freestyle. And see what we can if fix. If things come up to fix, we'll try and fix them. And obviously we're going we're gonna to deal with some uh, listener Fix requests, which we'll be we'll be working with. In fact, we've got a letter from a listener. It's a letter. It's a letter from a listener. Should, should we read it out? So excited. Yeah. Thanks for uh, getting in touch. You can get in touch too. Oh, yeah. just hang on. I've just balled it up on my phone. Give, give, give me a sec. Uh, if you want to get in touch, you can uh, drop us an email at fixtheworld999 at gmail.com. We've got a Gmail account because we're adults. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're not uh, we're not fix the world a hotmail. No. No. Or... Uh, I can't think of any other AO, AOL yeah. that one only teenagers and technoph- technophobes have hotmail I've got hotmail I've you know. got hotmail <laughs> <laughs> are you .co.uk or .com .co.uk I'm .com listen I'm .com I'm, I'm, you're, I'm you're a, a citizen of the world then o- aren't you good OG. for you uh, if this on. letter stems from a conversation we were having about how much my fella hates Cliff Richard yeah so this is from Craig thanks for getting in touch Craig uh, Craig's written the following after listening to the most recent episode now let, let me just uh, preface that by saying it wasn't the most recent episode but um, it was a few weeks ago but it after was, listening it was Craig's most recent episode it, it was, yeah he, he has a lot of Craig has a lot of episodes don't you Craig but you take tablets now and they, they've, <laughs> they've quietened down um, after listening to the most recent episode and hearing about Katie's partner's hatred of Cliff Richard I felt I should write in and tell you about my aunt and how our family dealt with her hatred of him, not once, but twice. The first occasion was when she went on holiday, and my grandma was left with keys to feed the cats. In preparation of this, my grandma had spent many months cutting out every picture of Cliff Richard she came across in papers or magazines. Whilst my aunt was away, my grand then put said pictures in various places in her house, even going as far to replace family members <laughs> in photos with Cliff Richard. My aunt was finding little Cliff Richard faces for months. Tremendous. What a, what a sentence. Tremendous pettiness. Jesus. The, the commitment is... Ah. Uh, take your hat off. The second occasion was back in the... Hang on. We, let's, just, let's just unpick that first one. Yeah. That's amazing, isn't it? Do you want to well, just recap on the hatred for Cliff Richard? So he despises. Oh, I should have brought the place in, shouldn't I? Oh, yeah. He despises him so much that he literally, I, I, I the carry on is just unbelievable. If his face is anywhere, <laughs> um, and he has a wine, he has a wine brand. He run, he has a vineyard in Portugal, and his wine is sold in Portugal, and his face is on all like the labels and the, you know, the, the adver- adver- advertisements. Can't even speak, and um. So if you go into like the little off license, there's always like a cardboard cut out of Cliff, which just it winds <laughs> him up so much and it makes me laugh so much. So he hates him that much. Um just before his birthday last year, one of my friends messaged me and had said, Listen, in the charity shop by ours there's a selection of Cliff Richards plate side plates. 
Um, and I was like, right, I'm on it. So I went, and they had six on a display in the window. And I was like, hmm, should I buy all six? And I was like, well, they won't get used, but I'll just buy one. So I didn't tell him. And then on the morning of his birthday, we'd been out the night before, and he got up, and I was like, do you, want a, do you want a crumpet for your breakfast? He was like, no, no, we're going off for our dinner. I was, I was like, no, I'll go and have a crumpet. He's going to do I was like, have a crumpet. I was really like, and he went, oh my God, all right, I'll have a crumpet. And then I delivered the crumpet on the Cliff Richard plate. Oh my <laughs> word. Was the crumpet just covering his face? That's yeah. in my head. And it but the picture is Cliff Richard's like, stood in a pool with no top on, like, and his hair's dyed to fuck. <laughs> like, it's like purple or maroon or something. <laughs> And it's just the cheesiest pic. I'm gutted I never brought a picture. Oh, in. well, we can the do that. We I'll can do it. that in a future future episode. But to find all that stuff with Cliff Richards facing is, 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 pardon me, his nan must have really. Well, it says here, in researched. preparation of this, my grandma had spent many months cutting out every pl- picture of Cliff Richards in papers and magazines. That's proper commitment from a, from a gran, isn't it? Yeah. Like just thinking, I'm going to spend months on this. Yeah, I'm well, it's like when you're the kids and I don't know, say like, you are, you collect pencil sharpeners. So if your nan went out and saw the pencil sharp, she go, "Oh, I'll get that and I'll save that for our kids." You don't see a picture of the cliff, did you? Go, oh, I'll cut. The, choose a favorite in the hairdressers. Has anyone got a lens? <laughs> them scissors. Oh, such a body. Hates cliff, Richard. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna put this with the others. I'm saving <laughs> up. I've got fifty-seven pictures of his head now, and I'm just gonna ruin it. That just week. gives you a little picture of, of his nan and what a, an amazing woman she must be. Oh, and and commitment to the cause. The second, so this is back to back to Craig's uh, email. The second occasion was back in the day when you could text polyphonic ring. Oh, hang on. Yeah, remember these. The second occasion was back in the day when you could text polyphonic ringtones to your phones for a couple of quid. We sent a Cliff Richard song to my aunt's phone and got my cousin to install it as a ringtone. We then proceeded to bombard her with phone calls, knowing she had no idea how to change it or put her phone on silence. <laughs> Loving the podcast, Craig. Thanks, Craig. That's amazing. The second one is is borderline. You know, the police could get involved it's for that. Menacing. Future, it is a bit sinister. Menacing isn't it? people with Cliff Richard music. And the, clearly, your aunt was of an age where she didn't know <laughs> how to turn the phone off or put it on silence or change the ringtone, and you're just like that. Imagine that phone. It's like, oh no, not again. <laughs> Love it. Wonder what song it was because I only know "Summer Holiday" and "Devil Woman," and then obviously all the Christmas yeah, shows. You know all the others. Uh, oh, living doll. And it, what's that one? Inside, outside, I feel so wicked. Wired for sounds. Oh, yeah, I've heard and, of it. And, I don't and know the it. video, he's on roller boots. Oh, wow. It's okay. amazing. It's an early body form, I've heard. <laughs> so, yeah, that's amazing. I've never done anything that that level of pettiness. Haven't really. yet. I think I'm I'd like to. Think to. Oh. The bite in the butties, that's, that's a bit. Oh, we, we, used to, we used to turn all the pictures upside down in my brother's bedroom. Like when he was out and he, he'd come in drunk and then wake up and think he was upside down. Well, I don't know if he did, but that, <laughs> that's what we thought. In school, we used to tie people's, like a sleeve of the coat in a knot and then just sit there while he struggled to put their arm through the sleeve. That was a good one. Yeah, that was good. We'd, we'd get a pound coin sometimes and leave it on the radiator. So we'd um, get dead hot yeah. and then you'd flick it to someone. Yeah, I'll catch this. And they go, oh, pound, nice one. Ah! That was fun for about, you know, a good three or four when seconds. When I was younger, um, I worked in a, I, I, I talk a lot about working in a pub, but it was my first pub job. And in those days, the pubs used to open on a Sunday, like from 12 till 2, and then they close, and then they'd open again in the afternoon, like least in the evening. So this day, I'd been on the afternoon shift and come home, and me roast dinner was in the oven. So I went to get it out, and we were having lamb, and me nan went, um, there was a bowl of mint sauce, for some inexplicable reason, it was on the, the window ledge. So I just went over and got it and got a spoon and put this mint sauce on my lamb. And my nan and my auntie just sat there while I'm eating my dinner. And I could tell, I was like, why are you laughing? What's funny? What's hilarious? Yeah. And they were just like, they'd waited till I'd virtually ate my dinner. And we're like, oh, yeah, no, the mint sauce was left there to keep the flies away. Oh. Firstly, oh. what the fuck? Why not like just have like fly spray or whatever? Yeah. Secondly, a bowl of mint sauce on a window ledge. <laughs> I just... People ask me, you know, why are you like, why do you want to be a comedian, Kate? Because I'm mentally scarred. Because of that. Cause mentally scarred. Because of the mint sauce incident. Mm? I didn't know mint sauce. And they was let me eat the mint sauce, knowing that it had been the flies had been all over me. 
Dirty, dirty. So that's that's horrible. I didn't know the flies like mint sauce. No, they don't like mint sauce. It oh. repels them. Oh, repels. I thought you meant it drew them towards the mint no. sauce. And then like, oh, God, okay. So that, that's a bit of a shit. Also, and um, Liverpool won the Champions League a couple of years ago. I don't want to talk about I it. I really love uh, Virgil van Dijk, as anyone who follows me on oh, yeah, social media will yeah. know. I adore him. And um, so I went out on the day of the final and I bought a life-size cardboard cutout of Virgil van Dijk. I've seen that on your Instagram. Yeah, because yeah. I was I did a little photo shoot. I'll share some of the pictures. <laughs> little photo shoot with him. So then now, I, even now, two years later, sometimes we'll walk into our house and the cardboard cutout, the last person in the house will just move the cardboard cutout. <laughs> so you walk in and like, ah, who's that? Oh, it's just oh. Virgil. Oh, God, it's just Virgil shepherding me, <laughs> shepherding me out of play. Amazing. I, I went to... Uh, a vi- when Blockbuster Video was still open, Aww. there used to be one in Magull, and I was living in Magull, and I'd been to town with my mate, and we got absolutely smashed, and I must have been about 19, came home, got out the taxi, and he he went into his flat, which was above Blockbuster Video, and around the back, I think I must have gone around the back for a wee, and there was a couple of cardboard, like, display board things they were obviously <laughs> throwing out, and there was one for Hannibal, which was the sequel to Silence of the Lambs, and it was just a li- like a big, massive, you know, life-size cardboard cutout, but it was just Hannibal's face, you know, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. So I just picked it up and went, oh, sound, and just carried it home under my arm. And then I put it in my bedroom, went to sleep, bladdered, woke up. And shit yourself. And pissed the bed, pretty much. <laughs> just Hannibal, just, <laughs> just like, his face was like, like, leering over me. Amazing. That was great. I miss Blockbuster. Oh, it was good, wasn't it? Just, it yeah. has everything. So vid- videos, Pringles. What more do you need? Tritos, big bags of sweets. They started doing computer games at one point, didn't they? Oh, the, yeah. That's when it was the beginning of the end for me. Like, it wasn't yeah. as pure. It went DVDs as well. It was that. It's got to be videos, hasn't it? The classic. I used to love going to Blockbuster. Yeah, it used to be a little, it was just like a, an event, wasn't it? Going yeah. to the video shop, I loved it. Proper, proper good. But I'd like to get more cardboard cutouts in my life now, and I don't have any. Yeah, I, I want some more. I'd like um, retro ones, like the Spice Girls or, you know, stuff from when I was younger. Because I think you Were can... Were you make... into the Spice Girls? No, I just fancied them, Was that like your, like... Because you're a bit younger than me. Yeah. So were they, like, out when you were alive? I, I was 18 when they came out. Yeah. yeah. See, I was a bit old to be involved um, in that. The boy band, the whole boy band thing passed me by because I was that little bit too old. Yeah. Boy band sort of like, I think New Kids on the Block came out. I remember them. When I was in school and people loved them. Yeah. But after that, nothing. I just don't like, and weirdly I went to a, a cabaret dinner show on Saturday and it was a retro boy band tribute act. Oh, wow. And, oh, it was tremendous. Were they just singing all the classics? Oh, yeah. You are... Oh, I love that. Vests. They were doing this, the moves in tandem. Did they sit they on the stool? They were doing sexy looks at the people who, like, probably don't get sexy looks very often. Oh. It was never that. He never did the sexy, sexy looks at the fitties. No. It was, like, to me, to, like, the old lady <laughs> in the corner. Just, like, you know, like that. Uh, like, but looking at you like they love you. Yeah. Oh, I love and that. And I was like, oh, this I is love amazing. That. Even, you know, it's not real. You mm. can just enjoy the moment, can't you? What tribute act would you go and see? I've seen loads of tribute acts. I love tribute acts. I love them. I've seen, in fact, I went to a festival. It was that Trib Fest. Glaston Budget. Oh. I don't know if I've talked about this before. It was a, a whole festival of tribute acts. Yeah, there's one. It used to be called Trib Fest, or is that a different I one? Think that's a different one. This was in like the Midlands somewhere. We went one year and it was amazing, and we were all really, really smashed, and the sun was shining. And it felt like one of the best weekends of my life because it felt like all the bands were real. Pink Floyd were on, uh, Guns N' Roses were on. It was amazing. And then we went the following year and it was terrible and it rained. And yeah. it was one of the worst days of my life. And at one point, my mate said, God, this is like the first world war because it was so muddy. And then my other mate said, oh, no, at least at the first world war, you had a good chance of getting shot. That's how <laughs> bad it was. Shite. Chaz and Dave were on both years, but the real Chaz the and real Dave. The real Chaz and Dave? Yeah. I was confused. I was like, is this... Headline and uh, a tribute act. Yeah. That's mad. I thought it would have been like a Dave and Chaz or like some kind of, you know. I used to love stars in their eyes, me. Oh, that was a great show. Yeah. Remember when the man who was doing Christa Berg 
And then the oh, real Chris the Big was backstage oh. and walked on stage and joined them. I, that was vomiting was your mouth stuff. Oh, did you like it? Oh, oh I was just... It was like Whoa. super cheesy. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm there for that level of cheese. He snuck up on him, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, and he went... Yeah. Camera. <laughs> oh, it's fucking... Yeah, I on. went to a tribute show in um, Las Vegas and the, the lad who was the Prince tribute, I actually felt like I'd seen the real Prince. That he was good. that good. Yeah. And then there was... Um, Christina Aguilera and Madonna, who were like both 58 if they were a day, but they had all the costumes. Great. So it's just like, well, I'm, I've got the costume, so I'm going to be Madonna. I'd love to, I'd love to, well, yeah, I'd love to know who you would be on Stars in the Eyes. I think I would be Morrissey just for a laugh. <laughs> or, I don't know, I'd probably go Amy Winehouse, but I, I mean, I'm a uh, That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. I'd go Axel Rose or Mick Jagger. Yeah, I just think go like out of your comfort zone. Be someone like that's not easy, or just be a rapper or something like that. Yeah, well, yeah, but you'd have to. Yeah, you couldn't do the full costume. No, for a lot of rappers, you probably could have done back in the day, uh, or they would have done. Not that you should. Yeah, have you'd done. have to get down Elizabeth Duchin there, buy a load of cheapo yeah, gold. Yeah, yeah, get down to Argos. Yeah. Um. I knew the girl who won Stars in the Eyes once. She won the whole season. She won it as... She, Olivia Newton-John? No. Um, son of a preacher man. Dusty Springfield. Dusty, yeah. She was fab. I don't know what she did afterwards. I think That'd she, be a good one. She tried to do like a solo album as herself, but she just sounded oh. like Dusty Springfield. So I don't, I don't know if it really went anywhere, but she was, she was, she had a great voice. Like, But the, that, the best thing on that show is when they'd say, tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be... <laughs> oh, and then there'd yeah. be that little moment you're like, oh, and then they'd say something like, some little white fella go, I'm going to be Chuck Berry. Yeah. Be like, oh, God, what's going to happen here? The most non-sexually threatening man <laughs> in the world. And he'll go, tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be Tom Jones. Just like, <laughs> you haven't got that in you, lad. <laughs> you have not got it in yet. But they did a good job in hair and makeup, didn't they? Oh. Come out looking, you know, dreamy. Well, we did, we did it in the pub for a charity night. We did um, Stars in Their Eyes. Oh, brilliant. Um. Uh, Leo, Leo's got what did we call it the Leo's got talent or something I can't remember so I went one year I went uh, I was Tina Turner um, Mick was Tom Jones oh my god <laughs> he had my pleather jeggings on oh he let me put perm rollers in his hair he grew his hair he didn't get a haircut specifically because <laughs> he's got like so he let me I borrowed some perm rollers off somebody and when he got off the bath, his hair, the shower, his hair was wet, so he let me put these perm rollers in, and I left him in his hair, and then took them out, and it was pure, like, dead curly. Yeah. I'd share the picture, but he does not go on social media, <laughs> so he'd kill me. And we had um, stick on sides, that was good. Um, what else did we go as? I think I've been... Silla, I did Silla. It's a good one. He was he he was Elton John, but on the pictures he looks more like Barry Gibb, I don't, I don't know why. <laughs> It was just, it was fun. It was good. I did Mick Jagger. That was the fit. That's how I got into comedy, doing Mick Jagger at Stars in the Eyes at the Student Union. Oh, yeah. Got, got smashed and borrowed a pair of leather pants from Michelle, my flatmate who I mentioned earlier, and shoved a big fat cucumber down the front of him. <laughs> I had like a leopard skin waistcoat and a wig and more importantly, drank about 15 pints of Stella. Yeah. And just went out and just was unbelievably pissed and didn't have any like no inhibitions shame. no i was just Love dancing that. around the stage i remember trying to make a joke and people laughed but it wasn't funny and the joke was oh, i was gonna bring my wife here tonight but she hasn't been born yet <laughs> that was my joke and everyone laughed and i thought oh yeah i think comedy's for me i'm gonna be a comedian I'm gonna be a big star mama <laughs> so it, that but that was fun but i do i do i do like that show and i do feel for some of these Tribute acts and lookalikes when, like, for instance, Adele tribute acts recently. Oh, like when they, she loses all that weight. You know, she and loses, like, like, 15 stone see. or whatever. And like, oh, come on. I've got, I've I don't not, go I've, on a diet now. I've not got the commitment for that, but also I've got a mortgage that I've, I've got to pay. Well, like, you know, they take that tribute act bands that used to always be on in Cafe Benidorm, and then one by one, everybody <laughs> left, take that till it was just Gary Barlow. And you think... Well, what happened to the fake Howard Orange, Jason Orange? Yeah, where's he? Where's no. he? What did he do with himself? Because he didn't go solo. No. I I also kind of wonder what happens to those famous people who were like fame too famous to like work in Tesco. Or like Wag Wagner. Well, Wagner, yeah, but even Wagner. someone like Jason Donovan. Like, what's he doing now? 
He was advertising Cabernet's chocolate. Was he? Oh, yeah. so he's doing all right then. All right, bad example. But I'm thinking, like, you know, people who, like, everybody knows who it is. Mm. But they've got... What do they do? They don't really do anything. They're not, they're not like, can't be making that much money. But, like, Ray Quinn, who was on X Factor, is now a carpet fitter. Is he really, though? Because I saw that on the Echo. Is that true? Yeah, I think it's just a job. He's got a set of, a specific set of skills. I have a specific I suppose it's one of them of jobs skills. where if someone comes along and goes, do you want to go on tour and get Easter Musical? You can go, yeah, and I'll just go back to carpet fitting when it's over. Yeah. You've got to have a little, like, skill in your locker. Yeah, why not? I respect that. We need new carpets, and my wife's got a crush on Ray Quinn, so well, I fear I those mean, two things might converge. Does she also love swing songs? Uh, p- possibly, if he's singing them. Yeah, Frank Sinatra songs, carpet, can and I, a crush. Can I pick an achievable crush and get some housework done from <laughs> them as well? That's that's a, that's an idea for a new business. Uh, uh, <laughs> achievable crush in your house? Yeah. <laughs> it's fancy your domestic. So I need the grouting in the bathroom done. I can Yvette Fielding like come and do it? Yvette <laughs> 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 No, do you know what? Who I used to really have a crush on. Um, I've forgotten her name now. She's off Emmerdale. And she's really not someone that you would pick. Do you watch Emmerdale? Charity? Chaz? No, no. no she's not Annie Suggson? She, was she married to the vicar? Well, <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> She's got Rona. a funny name. No, Rona no. Ma- what's her name? Oh, my God, name. what's her name? She's not... Names after the flower or something oh, like that. She's like really Je- Jezebel or something like that. Jezebel. <laughs> no, I know who you mean. And she dresses like she, she dresses like, an like old a woman. supply teacher. Yeah, I had to, I, I don't really have it anymore, but I had this thing for it. And yeah, when I got married, the uh, Rachel's maid of honor said, "Oh, who's your you know celebrity, celebrity crush? crush?" And I said, "Well, I've got two. Laurel. That was it. Yeah, I said I've got two: Reese Witherspoon and Laurel from Emmerdale. Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> yeah, she hasn't she hasn't aged there. I know. I do, I do like Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. Wow. Who are your crushes? Um, Virgil Van Dyke. Virg, yeah, obviously. Um, in the the world of TV and film, I don't really know. Um, who would you want to come and work in your house? Uh, so well, you that's pair different. That? Um, that's a hard one for me because it changes. Probably. Uh, I used to really fancy Chris Hemsworth. Oh, the guy who plays Thor. But now it just... I don't know. He's a bit big, isn't he, now? He's got a dead scouse face as well, so no. <laughs> I think he his, his younger brother, Liam Hemsworth. Right. He's gorgeous. Okay. Maybe they could be like a removal team. Yeah, like the, like the, brothers, the new Chuckle Brothers. The Muscle Brothers. <laughs> Come and pick all your gear up and put it in a van. No, I find it very hard. Because you see people on telly and go, well, they're attractive, but you, you want to see what they're like. You know, on a Sunday morning. Yeah. And not playing a character. When they're scratching the balls and <laughs> talking about whether to have a poached egg or a ball's egg for the breakfast. Is anyone sexy when they're doing that, though? No. No, but that's no. the reality of what you've got to live with, isn't it? Yeah, or just, you can see them eating loads of food and you're going, oh, that's going to stink later. You're going to stink. Oh, oh, I tell you a fancy. Jamie Dornan. I don't know who he is. He was the Fifty Shades of Grey man, but I didn't watch him in them films. He's been in other stuff. Ah, uh, who was he in Fifty Shades? Was he, he the, was guy? the guy? The guy. Obviously, he was yeah. the guy. <laughs> I don't. I've never read those books. I know there's a guy and a woman. But that could have been a career-ending choice of yeah. job, and it wasn't. He's worked He's loads right. of other stuff. He's in that film Belfast. I really oh, want to watch Kenneth that. Kenneth Branagh. I don't know why. Really? Yeah. He's got a bit of gravitas about him, hasn't he? Yeah, and he's he sports a nice beard. Yeah. Is he Irish? He's from Belfast. He's from Belfast. Yeah. Yeah, I just remember Dennis Pennis interviewing him and oh. saying something about um, you should never have a sandwich at your house because you always take the best rolls for yourself or something. <laughs> He's like, brilliant, Dennis Pennis. Yeah, he? great, Dennis. Pe- I don't think Dennis Pennis really got the kudos. Now. He was just before Ali G yeah. came in and remember made when it. He said, yeah, because Ali G is basically the same thing. But Ali G did it in a better and longer form. Yeah. And I think was more friendly for TV. But I thought Dennis Pennis was funnier. That was funny. When he said to Demi Moore, I mean, if the part demanded it and the money was right, would you consider leaving your clothes on? (laughs) (laughs) If anyone's watching or listening who doesn't know what Dennis Pennis is, just get get on YouTube and find him because he's just, he was a pioneer. He was like a fake celebrity interviewer at like red carpet events. Yeah. But he just asked the most offensive questions, wouldn't he? Oh, he was brilliant. Jerry Hall, he goes up to him and he goes, uh, you know, uh, do you mind if I come into your house when uh, and just while you're sleeping, just you know, take the mick out of you? 
very funny. Um, he used to he, uh, he used to like snort a couple <laughs> of lines of speed, have a load of espresso coffee, and then just go and interview all these people. Did he? Yeah. He's really brilliant in Afterlife. Is he in as, Afterlife as well? The, uh, have you watched it? The Ricky Gervais I've seen one? the first, first season, but I'm so not. I don't know if the se- he's in the second season and third season. He, he plays um, a, a therapist for one oh, of the characters. Oh, yeah. But he's the really most uncouth, unprofessional, horrible character yeah. you've ever seen in your life. But it's hilarious. He's great. He's one of those people, actually, I've Googled because I've thought, in fact, who was I saying about just Jason Donovan a minute ago? I'm like, ah, oh, do you know... You know, someone, you don't really, like, love them or anything, but you think, oh, I, re- I really like them, and I hope they're doing well, because they were doing well, but you don't see them anymore. Yeah, I do that. I hope they're doing well. And sometimes I Google them, and it says, yeah, they've, they've been in, like, every West End show for the last 20 years. And he's the same. He's been, like, in the Royal Shakespeare Theatre, and he's on telly all like, Yeah, he's, done, he's had a proper, diverse career. Yeah. I do that, I sit there and go, I wonder what George Clooney's up to. I best go online and check. Like, why do I give a fuck? Yeah. And then I'm there on IMDb, then and I fall into a hole and go, oh, I knew I recognised them from that, blah, blah, blah. But now anytime you watch something, you go, where do I know them from? Oh, Next minute you're there. Yeah. Online. Ra- Rachel says, Rachel gets annoyed with me because I go, I know him from somewhere. She goes, yeah, he's an actor. Yeah. He's been in other things. No, no, he played House Buyer 2 that time on that <laughs> random programme we watched. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just being an actor though, like a job an actor. I just can't, I can't imagine how hard it must be, because you can't really choose what you say yes to, can you? I have acted in a television program. When I say I have acted, I acted badly, and it was a very small part. <laughs> but I have been on telly uh, what, on what a show, show called it? Moving On. Moving On, and it was an episode of Matthew Kelly and Barbara Flynn. They played this couple who were trying to sell their house. And they couldn't sell it because the woman over the roads, husbands had got knocked over and killed. So right outside their house, so there was all these like floral tributes and she was always there like leaving teddies and all that. And people were coming to look at the house and they couldn't sell it. And they were just like, what the fuck are we going to do about this woman? <laughs> it was like outside our house. Anyway, I played one of the house buyers. Oh, did you? That's a good role, huh? And I went in and I had to go in. Um, Is it South Facing? And um, are you leaving the fire? And, and Mick said... When he watched it, he said it was dead funny because you went, eh, are you leaving the carpets? And he said, and you looked at the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I found that um, all this, the training you do to be an actor, it, television acting is really, your training goes, it's just about remembering where you sat, what you did, blah, blah, blah. Getting into character and the method and all that. I think that's really for like... Theatre. Theatre. Because surely TV is all about yeah you've got to stand so in stand in the right position make sure Very your head's draining. in the light and you sit around all day waiting for for your call and then if it's like a low budget sort of thing then like for instance Coronation Street they have cameras set up in at every angle in one room so you have to do one scene one shot it's done but on moving on so they'd have one camera crew and then they'd film each scene like three or four times from different angles. So you have to remember the oh, position of your head. Shots, it yeah. was so, so technical. And I was just like, I remember oh, I used to want to yeah. be an actor. I wouldn't want to, wouldn't no. thank you for this. I think one of my fears, it's a weird fear to have because I'm not pursuing it and it's never going to happen, is to be like a, like a bit part actor and somehow get a job with like a big star mm. and just continually balls it up until they get really angry with me. That's an anxiety dream sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. You well, Bar- Bar- Barbara Flynn didn't like me. I don't know if you've heard of it. She's been on, like, a couple of films and whatever, and she was in, remember Cracker? Yeah. So she played his wife in Cracker. Oh, right. She's a really, really, like, she's a classically trained, amazing, experienced actress, right? And we all turned up for, the like, the table read. And um, like we were like, me, 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 we were like, oh, my God, these bloody, the, the biscuits are bossy. And she's there with, like, a little... Plastic container inside was just some grapes and some, like one of the Kardashians just like eating some lettuce leaves while everyone else was just like carbon to death. Anyway, um, when she introduces her, she went like that and put her hands up and Barbara Flynn. And I was like that. I, uh, I was like, oh my God, she's <laughs> off cracker. Anyway, we had to film a couple of scenes together. And you know when you just feel, you can feel it when someone doesn't like you. And I was like, oh, she doesn't <laughs> like me. But if someone doesn't like me, I feel like I've got to win them over. <laughs> which is just, I don't anymore. But then I was like, I feel like I need to win it over. Anyway, this this 
everything they said, I could see she was just like withering looks and she just couldn't be asked with me. Fair dues. Um, and then at one point we were at the top of the stairs and we were waiting to go. The scene was we both come down the stairs and went out to the front door. And as we were waiting for them to call us to, to film it, and she turned around and went, um, and she was dead nice with me that day. And she went, a lot of people um, don't like me. And I went, um, oh, I, I can understand that, Bob. And she just like <laughs> looked at me and I thought that could go two ways. And she just burst out laughing. And I was oh, like, good. oh, that went better than I thought it because I went. But yeah. Um, yeah, I can see why you're yeah, yeah, really, really horrible cow. I think voiceover stuff would be good though, because you can just do all accents and remember, you don't have to like look nice. I'd like, yeah, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to be a, a voice actor in animated movies. Would yeah, yeah, because oh. that seemed dead yeah, easy. But then to you'd me. have to watch the animated movies. Then I wish. Nah, shit. you just give you a script and you Every read shit it. Shit since Toy Story Three. Oh, I don't know. You know, I've watched a couple of things with the kids recently, and I've, I've had me in like absolute. What's that? Onwards. On Disney Plus, heavy subject. That. Oh my God! By the end, I was I was an absolute emotional mess, and I had to take a minute and get away from my kids so they didn't see me crying. I watched that one. A uh, soul is it? I haven't seen that. Fucking hell! It's <laughs> like properly like existential shit. Yeah. I'm thinking, no, kids will not get it. It's about this man who gets knocked, falls down a hole in the ground. What is it called? Like, a manhole. Portal. New oh, falls down a manhole. And then he ends up in hospital and his soul gets... So he, his soul goes to the place where his soul is a process because he's dead, but he's not dead. Uh. And he wants to get back. And he meets all the other souls and they've all got like little like weird <laughs> like issues. And I'm just thinking, kids just don't need this. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> get the chuckle brothers on. Yeah, it, it was a lot simpler when I was a kid. It was just about like, yeah, you've got to get this thing to that place and then everything will be yeah, fine. Yeah, but then there was like Bambi. And Warship Dan Watership actually, Down. yeah, Warship Dan oh. actually scarred me for a while. I hate rabbits because of Warship Dan. You know, because that horrible rabbit. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, 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 that was a really was good like, impression. I know. Could you believe how, how amazing oh, God, that was? Yeah. Like, I, f- I felt like I could see. Felt blood. like you were watching it again. Yeah, didn't you? I felt like I could hear our Garfunkel in my head singing that song, Bright Eyes. Then, like, they they make a cartoon out of Animal Farm, not the porno guys. Oh God! <laughs> and it was horrible. <laughs> Well, the book's horrible. What do you want them to do? Make it a know. bit fluffy. They try to desensitise fear of nuclear war <laughs> by doing a cartoon. <laughs> Let's make this into a cartoon. It won't hit as hard. When the wind blows, that's the thing. I watched, don't watch that. Especially at the moment. Don't watch it. Yeah. Old couple in the, under the threat of a nuclear oh my attack. God. I watched that when I was about 13. My mum said, this is really educational, so I watch that. And I couldn't, I couldn't like go anywhere on my own for about three weeks i was so so scared of just the end of the world so yeah don't watch that especially at the moment watch yeah. something, something light nice. fun find some dennis penis on youtube yeah, watch don't that. watch bambi don't, don't watch no. ship down or watch the animal farm the porn version that'll cheer you up because <laughs> you'll think well i might not be great in bed but that pig is terrible do they, so have do they actually people have sex with animals I on no that? idea i've not watched it I, I don't watch work i've been involved in I won't judge. I, I, I don't watch stuff I've been Most in. lads I was, it was in my year in school, that was like something that they would talk about it. No, there, there was a video that a lad in my school got, which was German people pooing on each other. And was that on the glass coffee table or without the glass in between? No, they're just on each other. And at one point they were putting it on sandwiches and eating it. And of course, it's disgusting, but we all wanted to watch it because we were 14 and then me mate got this reputation. It has to be a really efficient shitter to do that, though. Oh, because, God. like, I go for a poo. I'm going to share this. I take ages. I'm, I'm a long poo as I well. take a long time. Yeah. Because I have to build myself up to it. It's a traumatic event. <laughs> it's not a nice thing <laughs> to go to the toilet. So in those situations, you need to, like, when you, I suppose, when you're auditioning for that role, you're like, you know, how, so how fast do you shit? <laughs> well, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's time you now. <laughs> Uh, what are the things have you been in? <laughs> uh, I was in a soap opera once and I was not meant to shit, but I did shit very quickly. <laughs> I was in a diarrhea medicine commercial, actually. <laughs> Some of my best Oh, hired. <laughs> <laughs> I take a lot, long time in the bathroom because I, I treat it like a sanctuary. I treat in it like bathroom. in the, well, in the bog. Daddy's throne, that's what we call it. I'm like, you know, Darth Vader when he takes his helmet off and meditates. That's me in the bathroom. I'm uh. just like door locked, having a, having a bit of time. Yeah, it's just a little bit of space away from people, isn't it? Yeah, 
bit of time to reflect. But speaking of anyway, the the porno animal farm. I'm from the generation where people would lads would find a porno mag on the floor or in a bush, and then that would be passed around like mats. I remember that. Yeah. So they all used to talk about having watched Animal Farm, whether that was true or whether they just pretended that they watched it. It was the most famous filth out there, wasn't it? It was the one that it was like it was the it was the you know the Hollywood Is it abusive blockbuster. to animals? I'd imagine it probably was, but... But I don't know, right? So, like, you can't force a horse to shag a woman. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like the start of a blues song. (laughs) You can't force a horse. (laughs) So, if the horse wants to do it, are you treating it badly? No, but you... This is research only, by the way. You could... You could... (laughs) I'm in the process of buying a stables. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you're right because a lot of animals will just stick it in anything, won't they? So I'm sure they're not that bothered. I think it's more when the humans doing it to the animal that's probably abuse of some kind. But I don't know because I'm surely I don't think animals are as fussy, are they? Yeah. I've seen dogs have sex with cushions, so I don't think they're really that choosy when it comes to partners. Wow, well, Sam. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that's the search history I did delete quite quickly. <laughs> Looking for animal farm love because Kate was talking about his research. Don't leave me. So uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, <laughs> if you've been affected by any of these issues, mm. just like Craig did with his lovely email about Cliff Richards and his hatred, yes, his family's hatred and his, their petty grievances against each other. Fixthewheel999.com, is it? No. Uh, uh, Fixthewheel999 at gmail.com, because we're G's. Yeah. Motherfucking G's. Yeah, at motherfucking gmail.com. Gmail.com, though. Or you Act- could... Actual professional <laughs> email address. <laughs> that guys. we signed up for for free. Yeah. Or you can uh, find we're us on Yahoo. Okay, s- we're not a pair of Yahoos. Or you can find us on social media. Uh, all of them. Finds everyone on social media now, can't you? you can find people who don't. Fucking relentless. Yeah, just we'll be there in your face. You'll be like God them again. Find well, us on. Just like it, just and like, we'll go away. Yeah, like like it, and then put your phone away and go and read a book. Yeah. Uh, but we'll go and watch a dog shag a cushion. <laughs> <laughs> or read the book because as everything, the book's always better than the film. Yeah. When a dog shagged the cushion. Peter and Jane see Fido. (laughs) (laughs) When five went dogging. Um, See you next week, folks. Bye.